this is the RNS Podcast. I'm Terrence slash all the other nicknames y'all got for me. With my co-host DC Wells, what's up, Chiz, and L. See, the conversations and stories on this podcast we have is strictly for learning purposes. We vow on this pod to always speak facts, never false narratives. RNS, which stands for real nigga shit, is a judgment free zone where we express our opinions on different topics that we deem essential to discuss. Our goal of this show is to enlighten the minds of others, because at the end of the day, we do this for the culture. This is RNS. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't want that shit. Yeah. I hear that. Uh, it's, it's recorded, That's like the worst content. Yeah, I wish. I can't wait for. I wish I miss renting, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, I mean, it's good to have your own. That way, you know, it's going towards you. But it seems like it's like every month is something. Something's up. So, and this one, it's like shit. Anyway, so it is what it is at this point. Just hoping that the insurance cuts us a couple checks and keep it moving. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get into it. The first topic of the day that we're going to discuss: If a woman denies a proposal, is the relationship over? Mm. You all feel about that, gentlemen? Mm. I mean, depends on how long I've been together. Like a boy come out of a boy coming at you after like what five months or something. And you say no, then you're like you can't be too upset. It's only five months. And if anything, she'll probably leave you because she's like, Yeah, nigga, it's only like five months. Like, why are you proposing to me? <laughs> you Yo, know? what's that word y'all use? Simp, right? Just yeah. a sucker? Uh, I, I don't use sucker. simp. I just call him a sucker. <laughs> well, in the grand scheme of things, I would hope somebody simping for a proposal. But to answer your question, T, if if hypothetically if a woman tells you no in a proposal it could mean a multitude of different things but for me i'm gonna just focus on the fact maybe she's not ready to be your wife or maybe she's not ready to actually be married she's not ready to commit so depending on the length the longevity of the relationship where y'all at and maybe hopefully the proposal wasn't used to like maybe cover up an issue or downplay maybe a big major underlying issue that y'all may have in a relationship, that's probably some time to step back and really evaluate the situation. Because as a man, if something like that is happening, that's a huge blow. That's No one can deny that's a huge blow. And I'm not sure, is it really worth fixing it if there is a problem? I mean, if it's an internal problem, then yeah, it's up to you as a man to fix it. But if y'all, got a, if y'all in a relationship and something ain't right, you just try to use the proposal like, oh, we have issues, baby. Let's get married. Let's make it all together. Let's make let's 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 get together. And it's not working, nah. But if she just smooth finesse you and just play you, like leave you with roses in your hand, you was like, baby, you gonna marry me? She'd be like, no. Nah. Then cut your losses, take your L, and um, kick rocks, cause uh, that's what you gonna do. You gonna have to like roll that. up out of there. Like can that. I um? Can I ask like how? Like this question just like throws me off, cause it's like how can the communication be so bad in the relationship that you thought that she was ready to be married and spend the rest of your of her life with you like how did you get that wrong 
Like, I just feel like that's a crazy, like a, mar- a proposal is a big, uh, a big thing. It's a big investment. I, I feel like there should be no surprise there. Absolutely. I feel like, I feel like oh. it happens all the time. Like I've seen so, so many um, situations where, you know, a guy proposed to, you know, a lady who he's involved with and uh, he just got the short end of the stick. You know, he went down on one knee, on bending knees. You know, he was he was prepared. And the worst is when you see them videos when they, like, do it in the malls and shit yeah, like that. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, do you blame that on the girl or do you blame that on the guy? I mean, I mean it's the time and the place, right? Uh, I mean, that's, that's probably, put, probably too much pressure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a girl, that's something to think about, too. Um, I mean, when you... If a girl's not expecting it, which nine times out of ten they're not expecting it, unless you all were talking about marriage. But even if you were talking about marriage, they're probably still not expect. They don't know the exact time you're about to propose because you got to get the ring, and I mean, that's a lot that goes into it. If you're somebody like me, you got to get the mom's blessings, and <laughs> you, you that old school. You got to get the mom's blessing. I mean, it's a good thing to do. But what if the mom says no, though? Uh, it's over with. <laughs> It's over oh, with no, even, even though you have already committed and you already showed your love. Are you going to go against, are you going to go against her mom's wishes? Because the thing is, you know, you are taking her from her family and you're starting a family yourself with her. So to be honest, it only takes two to make a union. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So if your love truly is that strong and that deep for her, then you're going to have to fight against the grain. Unfortunately, it's not the best grain to fight against because I hear you, but I also respect the fact that you're willing to go out of your comfort zone to get the parents or a, um specific, more specifically, like you said, the mom's blessing for her I mean, daughter's hand in marriage. I, I mean, like we kind of touched on this the last episode, but y'all know my stance on the whole situation. If the mom ain't fucking with me, um, damn, I was trying to like get like a cool little, <laughs> a cool little uh, analogy. Nah, pretty much if the, if the parents ain't fucking with me, I don't know, man, because you need their blessings, man. Shit ain't going to work in my opinion, but yeah. Nah, you sound like you like 62, man. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I got an old soul. Nah. It's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with having a little, some, some nice mean, principles and using being chivalrous. Yeah, I guess it's just like, you know, it's, it's in that situation, it's like a simple question of like, you know, to what extent Will you allow somebody else's, I guess, uh, wishes to infringe upon your own happiness? It's like, you know, because it's like, all right, you let some, you letting somebody essentially tell you who you can marry at that point, right? Yeah. So then it's like, all right, to what extent do you want somebody making that kind of life decision for you? And and why would you let that get in the way? If if your girl cool with it and you definitely cool with it, I mean, why not rock out? What what that got to do with anything? I just feel like it's gonna work temporarily. Like yeah, at first you and your girl might be cool with it, but over time when she got that that little thing in her ear saying I ain't fucking with him, then I don't know. That's not good for you. Uh, I'm just gonna say a random name, Keisha. Uh, I don't like I don't like that boy. <laughs> um, I just feel like eventually over time, you know, it's like you chipping at a piece of wood. Eventually, it's going to crack, and um, it ain't going to work. I mean, I mean, that's 
that's for you to find out on your journey. I mean, so what you, I mean, if it don't work out, it don't work out. But I mean, why not take the chance, see what it's looking like. If after like, you know, a couple months and the interactions and everything like that, it seemed like it's getting a little weird, then you can just be like, all right, cut your losses and dip out. But why deny yourself that opportunity to find out? You know what I mean? At least that's my stance on it. It's just Uh, like. Also, one thing to add to is like she should uh, she probably going to like if y'all really like into each other, she should make the case for you, you know, convince her mom and everything. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's just how I see it. It's not like, oh, she mom hates you. It's over. Like, I feel like she would be like, let me let me talk to moms real quick and let her know that this shit ain't sweet. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, most chicks, um, them and their moms, their relationship is like this. It's tight. So that's a bond that is really hard to break. And so if their mom tell them something, I don't know if it's too much convincing. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. Uh, what I was going to say, but back to the original question about the whole proposal and everything. Uh, I mean, I got two different takes on it. I mean, one take is that, well, I don't really have two different takes. My take is if a girl denies my proposal, it's over. The relationship's over with. Oh, yeah, that was the question. If the if a girl, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to bring it back. Hold yeah, on. I wish we had a playback station right now. Oh. <laughs> so if, a good if a girl denies my proposal, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty much ask why. It's like, all right, has it been, is it too soon? Has it been like three months? If I check that off and it's like nah, the the amount of time is appropriate, cool. Then I'm like, all right, is it like is she messing with somebody else or is it like what what else would it be? And so I would just be like, oh. I mean, I guess it has to be over, right? Because, like, how, what what do you say after that? Nah, man, you go home and you hit this Tinder up, man. That's what you got to do. Pretty much, because, like, as a <laughs> yeah. guy, like, if you, <laughs> you pretty much took my manhood in a way. Like, I got on the bending knees. You kind of snatched my pride away from me. Like, get- personally, that's how I feel. So, no, you just, I can't really go back with you. Because what if I think, what we what if I do go back with you hypothetically and I'm like, all right, everything's good. And then I go on for a second time. And then you deny me again. Well then AT, AT just just wanna I wanna I actually wanna help this uh help this analogy out. That was actually a great one. Cause if you do if you do decide to go back, then you you come to the realization that maybe there's something in your relationship that still needs some work. And I do understand that the seed that was planted by the rejection of proposal is always going to sit with you it's almost gonna be like a thorn in your side so i totally get that but i also want to put in context i am not proposing to any women within five months you know that is why we court and date that's why we take the time to learn supposedly we're supposed to be our right our rib like we're supposed to know them in and out so like you you are you can already kind of tell and already kind of know how your woman is going to react and respond to certain things especially if it's coming to a marriage. Now, mind you, all the times we do have a, we, we do have the opportunities to talk about like, hey, you're getting married. Nine times out of 10, the woman is expecting a proposal. She doesn't know when, but 
she already knows that she's going to say yes or no. So if it's five months, I'm more so leaning towards no. But if you give us, if you actually legitimately put in that time, putting that work and build that foundation, you can tell if your woman going to say yes or no. Point yeah. Right period. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with Zep too on like how how does the communication get that bad to where you don't know exactly exactly that she want to say yes or not that doesn't make any sense. But I like, can't so and and the fact that you don't know that is is probably why she's saying no in the right. first place. But like essentially, if she says no, she it's when you ask for marriage when or when you propose to someone, you're saying hey. You want to take this partnership further. You want to take it to the next level. And like, if they say no, then it's like, oh. It's like, they just denied going to the next level with you. They just denied a life with you. They just denied everything. So it's like, then what would you be working towards? They're essentially breaking up with you when they say no. They are. Or That's they, a good they, point. They are, or something isn't right in some, I mean, I'm just a firm believer something isn't right in your time, but you're also not supposed to marry everybody. You're not supposed to be with someone forever for the rest of your life with everybody. Just one person. Yo, the only thing I don't agree with, Lance, is that I don't agree with the notion that you shouldn't propose to somebody within the first five months. You might meet somebody and that might be your destined person to be with. Who's to say that you can't uh, marry somebody you can't propose to that person within five months well i'm i mean i'm not saying you can't but i don't me personally i'm not i don't have i don't have much faith in that foundation and what's the real amount of time do you feel like it should a take good amount of time is, is to me i'm not i'm not, I'm also going to stand on this one a good amount of time to me is at least one to two to three years at least knowing that person i don't i don't find it feasible like you know sometimes I know we see shows where people get married in 90 days. People get married without seeing each other. People get married just strictly off of just hearing voices and images. I get that, but like we're talking about forever. We're not talking about a few months. We're not talking about a partnership that's just only supposed to be some time. Like, nah, if you get mad at your joint, you're not just going to run away. Like, this is this is the woman that you're going to have eventual children with, you're going to build a life with, you're going to retire with, you're going to get old with, and you're going to die with. That's yeah, we're talking about forever. I, I think there is there is a decent amount of time that you should have of knowing somebody. You can't make that you, decision. Uh, I'm curious. You, what does everyone What does everyone think as far as like how long you should wait? Lance, I, I think five months. I think it depends on your age, for real, for real. Like if y'all in your early twenties, right? I think I think five years is is a good amount of time, like for you to to begin thinking about it. If y'all are in your late twenties, I think three to four years is a good amount of time. And then if you like get into your 30s where you're still single, then I think that's where you can get into like, all right, maybe like two to three years is a good amount of time. And then the older you get, it goes down to like one year because like if you- got no time to be wasted. No, no, it's true though. If you, yeah, if you look at it, if you ever really pay attention to it, it's like older people can- meet each other be kicking it for a year and just be like all right let's get married <laughs> i ain't got nothing else to do exactly but it's also it's more so like they're they're more evolved humans they know themselves better so they, it's they like more, they more grounded right 
Yeah, I'm so pretty they actually sure. Know themselves. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when they're older, they they dismiss people too. Like the older you get, the the easier it is for you to be like, nah, you're not for me. That's all right. I'm good. Like when you're young, it's harder. I really don't agree with that, to be honest. Like, I'm be honest. I, I don't think you could put a timetable on it. Like if you vibing with somebody, like you will know by the way that you're vibing. Like if if it's right, like you could be like you said in your early twenties. Don't have to be five years. You could be 21 years old. If you if you talking to somebody for a year, and you could just tell you could tell if, if the person is for you. I mean, that's. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, don't if I'm so if I'm so I'm just gonna use an example from a guy. If I'm have a girlfriend, we've been together for a year, and she starts talking about marriage, I am getting the fuck out of there. There is no way, like that's just too that's too short. But what if she say five months? Then you gonna get married? What if she comes at me in five yeah, months? Yeah, she she won't talk about marriage in five months. Oh, I'm out of there. I'm not. That's I'm even not. worse. That's even worse. Yeah, I'm about yeah, to say so that's Terrence, even that's, worse. That's, see, that's what you're saying, baby. I mean, I I hear you, and I definitely wanna I wanna agree with you to disagree with you. I believe love should definitely come naturally. It depends but I don't, on the mindset. Okay, that's fine. It, de- it definitely does depend on the mindset. But you're not gonna tell me you know the ins and out of your woman in just five months. You haven't seen her be mad. You haven't seen her do this. If you just vibing, that's fine. But you're not always going to be in the in the season to vibe. You're not always going to be in that puppy dog stage. What happens that's when true. the haircuts don't look yeah, good? Yo, listen, what man. happens when the makeup don't always look good? What happens she, when it's not really hitting for what it's really hitting? And you got an attitude. That's the he believes in love at first sight, all right? That, and that's fine. I don't believe in love at first sight. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Hey, that's, that's no, fine. I, I just mean, want you to love organically, baby. But I even, even on some more. doubles advocate at the end of the day. You I mean, play devil's even, advocate, but if that's the way you feel, that's the way your heart feels, and I can't, I can't take that from you, baby. Not at all. I mean, but even I, I love love. Even love on love. some, on some more like I guess like even like on some more long term shit, it's like the vibes and all that. Yeah, that's cool. That's for the initial attraction. That's what you call the spark, right? But to keep the fr- the flame going, like to keep that fire ablaze, I think the vibes only last but for so long. You know what I mean? Like the vibes don't tell you about somebody's long-term ambitions. A vibe doesn't tell you about somebody's like financial viability, like how they are managing money. Vibes, there are some things vibes just ain't going to tell you that time will, because as you, as you get older, especially if you're in a, a younger relationship, like you, the longer, I mean, the shorter things are, like, everybody's, a, uh, how am I going to say this? Everybody's evolving in their 20s. So, like, when you're evolving, you are actually, essentially, you're learning yourself. How can you judge somebody? How can you judge the long-term viability of your future with someone else when you can't even do that for yourself yet? And so that's that's why I'm, that's why I think, like, you do see the numbers go the way they do where like, you know, well, at least I think that younger people should wait longer. And then maybe the older people, like, you know, a little bit more, you know, how things go, you know, what someone's ambition is like, because they already have a track record, but as opposed to when you're young, you don't have that track record. You're not going to know how they're going to turn out. You have to sit there and see, and you don't want to get stuck with no bum ass. 
I don't know. I just feel like certain people you could kind of tell like the drive. Like certain people, like let's say it's somebody who back in your day, oh, I see a chick, I like her. You start scoping the route. You start, you know, checking out. Then those, and then over time, not that much time, but like if you really like somebody, it's not you know it's everything about them. So you know it's in their principles, just everything. So you know, just take it back to principles. You could tell what someone is about if they're like you know, if they're if they're a hustler, um, I don't know if they're they're fashionable. You can tell everything about this about this girl, and I'm not going to pursue a relationship with a chick until I kind of get like, you know, something in my head just telling me like, okay, this is what I think she's about. At the end of the day, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So, anybody else have anything to speak about on this topic before I move on to the next one? Nah. Just, nah. just, just wait for her to propose to you. <laughs> wait for her to propose. <laughs> You'll be like, don't, don't, don't be like me though. I'm not, I'm not a good uh, inspiration. I got Kelly waiting like 12 years, man. She, she gonna kill me. All right, moving on to the next topic. <laughs> Last gotta, like get, gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, All right, y'all. So um women now nah, I'm I'm gonna stop. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> women want a man to be sensitive and vulnerable, but how much is too much? Uh what I mean by that, I guess I should provide some um some more detail on it. All right, so I just feel like sometimes in life, you know, if a girl, they want you to be more honest, more open, and whatnot, and express yourself more. But how much of that is too much? Because um, sometimes in life, you know, a chick would would think someone who's overly expressive is quote unquote a bitch. So at what point do you think it's like too much? Like it's OD. Um, I think like, uh, I think what a, a girl really likes is confidence, right? So if you're like becoming like over, like, um, I guess like emotional over like sharing and you're, and you don't look like you're in control of it, like you're just like doing it because like it's coming from a place of weakness. That's when it's, um, that's when it's too much. Um, that's kind of how I see it though. Okay. I mean, they want us to be emotional until we become emotional, and then they just be like, "Yo, man, the fuck up! Like, what are we? What are we doing? Yeah. You know? Because what? Because I mean, what they? Because what they don't realize is emotion. So, complaining it, is that considered like a form of emotion? Complaining? I would say so. Yeah. So when you start expressing that emotion, then it's just like, well, goddamn, anger. Yeah, you know, they just like, oh my god, like where's all this hostility coming from? You know, blah blah blah. blah. But then I'm just like, but then you're just like, well, you want to be emotional. So I'm expressing myself to you in this form. And then it's just like, nah, just go back to being heartless. <laughs> you just be like, all right, well, it is what it is. But the way society has, I guess, conditioned us, you know, we, we, we're not emotional beings. We, we just act instead of, you know, talking it out, supposedly, or we just keep it to ourselves. So I don't know. I think um I think they do want you to be more not 
I don't think, I, I think, I guess they do want you to be more emotional and I guess emotionally available, but they want you to do it like a man, maybe, uh, is what I'm thinking. Like, maybe, you know how, like, you got different energies, like masculine energies and feminine energies, right? And so maybe with, if you have uh, a man who has, like, more feminine energy, who's in touch with his uh, feminine, with the feminine side of himself, then, like, he might, like, you know, he might like express sadness more or he might like uh, express like a little more softness around his emotions. Um, but I, I don't think, I don't think women, maybe women don't want that. Like they don't want you too feminine. So they, but they also don't want you to have emotions like a man where it's just like, Ooh, ooh I'm mad smash smash. And there's nothing behind it. They don't understand that really. So maybe they just want you to articulate it. Maybe they want you to be like, yo, this did this, this did this, and it scared me. And so I'm mad as shit about that. Then maybe they will understand you more. And and uh, I think that's what they mean. Like, yo, you can have your masculine, your, your feelings and shit, because I think they express themselves in different ways. You got your softer emotions and your harder emotions or your feminine emotions and masculine energetic emotions. I don't know. I'm talking some bullshit. But, like, I think um, if you – I think they want you to have that articulation with your emotions. I think they want more communication to be cliché. Or maybe higher quality communication around the emotions. Yeah, I think I get that a lot because I tend to like, I tend to feel things right, and then like, um, or just do things right, and then you don't. I don't always know exactly where it's coming from. Like you can just be pissed sometimes or agitated. You don't know where it's coming from, and that's like a, um, like like if something like that were to happen with Kelly, she'd be like, she'll she'll help me dig in a little bit more and see where it's coming from. They always like. I feel like girls like to know the why behind things. Yeah, because they want to control you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's true. But they also do want to get to know you and control you as well. Yeah, you can't have it all. Yeah. Lance is shaking his head. I think he disagrees. Nah, I, I don't disagree. Continue. Well, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right hold it together y'all hold it (laughs) hold it down hold it down (laughs) so what's the next topic (laughs) is that it (laughs) lost the train of thought That was some Lance-ass energy right there. That was some Lance-ass energy. He said, nah, I do agree. (laughs) I do do agree, Max. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so moving on. Um, (laughs) Yo, this was something I was thinking about the other day, right? So should you give your significant other compliments? If so, how often? And what does it mean if a man can't give it to their significant other? Well, pretty much for this topic, if you let another man give your woman, your wife, whatever you want to call her, these opportunities to slide these little smart um, comments and like, oh, you're beautiful. Well, then you're just creating this own 
wedge for you and your wife to just be slowly but surely driven apart. If you're not giving her them compliments, think about somebody who is who's actually paying attention to the, every time she changed her hair, when she do something different with her makeup, or even the way she tie her hair up at night. Be like, oh, baby, I never seen you do that. You let somebody else do that. Why they at work? Make them feel good. They're gonna start really thinking about them. And that's yeah. and that's for real, for real. Yeah, but I feel like if your girl is letting other niggas gas her up, then she's the problem. You yeah, know? I was gonna say. <laughs> you I, know. I, was gonna, I mean, I was no, no, like, absolutely, yeah, no, I absolutely did that. Aren't you supposed bird. to? Aren't you supposed to gas your own wife up? I mean, what the I fuck mean, you put her for? You can if gas her up. If you're not gonna tell her pretty, if you're not gonna tell her she's pretty, what are you gonna let these other niggas do her for? I mean, the other niggas can do what they want, but if she entertains it, then it's a problem bigger than the compliments. Absolutely. But I asked you a question. Um, What about when, you know, sometimes you point out the negatives, but that's only because you don't always point out the positive only because, you know, you expect the positive. It's like, all right, let me say an example. Let's say, I don't know, you're... The, the girl you're dealing with, her her clothes is baggy. So, you know, you say, yo, yo, babe, you know, you know, I think you should, you should tighten it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell, yeah, you tell your woman that. See if you said that most insensitive ass fucking answer I've ever heard from a man. Fuck wrong with you. Fuck, fuck wrong, fuck wrong with you. Yeah, suicide. That, that yeah. shit not flying. Tighten it up, baby. Okay. Tighten it up. That's suicide. That shit. Good, good luck, soldier. Yeah, that, I ain't dying but, on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you know? They be like, oh, you only say negative things. You only you don't never say po- uh, positive things. But then you'll say like, um, well, I feel like you know that's expected. So I'm only calling out the negative stuff so you could do better. Is that a bad? Is that a bad answer? Something bad to say to your wife. This is all the uh, the males out here listening to this podcast. Cause um, you know, I feel like we <laughs> that was scratching his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's more negatives than positives, then yeah, she's gonna feel a certain type of way. But um, yeah, that certain things you gotta know when to do, and certain things you gotta know when not to do. But at this point in your relationship. You just gotta give it, give them what they want, and try your best to make them happy. But you don't want to, you don't want to flutter with compliments because at the same time, you want to look like a simp, right? <laughs> well, <not> nec- <laughs> no, we're not necessarily a simp, but nah, I mean, you can't. We're not you, using this fucking term, right? That's not how it works. Simp. That's not, <laughs> we are how not it using works the shit right. <laughs> I'm almost positive, but continue. Yeah. So I have a, I have something here with this. Um, have you ever heard of the five love languages? Sure yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um it's acts of service. It's basically like the uh the things like how people accept love in a nutshell and like, like words of affirmation. Like, yeah, acts wor- of service. Exactly. Touch, words of affirmation is one of them. So mm-hmm. um and it's like you know it's for others, but words like giving comp. That's basically you supposed to be giving compliments in a relationship. It, it's what makes people um, um it really clicks with certain people, and it's like what makes them feel loved. So. Everybody yeah, that, that love language love shit language is kind of real. I ain't gonna lie, that shit kind of real. Mm. Yeah, everybody don't have the same love language. They don't. That's fine, but you should definitely know the love language your wife is. Maybe you can actually apply it, and then that that <laughs> way you don't have to worry about other niggas guessing her up because you gonna be doing all the guessing. Premium gas over here, baby. Right, Lance. Yeah, Protect true. your queen. Protect the queen. Shit, you 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 better because if you. Oh man, you better. Ooh. 
<laughs> or, or else. <laughs> well, nah, nah, ain't, ain't ain't no else, man. We gotta worry about that that other generation, them them other folks disrespecting our queens. But that's a whole other topic for another cast. Hmm. <laughs> put, mm. put it in the vote. Y'all heard it, young nigga. It's in there. It's in there. We gonna open that vote. We gonna open that vote. We gonna open that vote. <laughs> yeah. 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 Young yeah. niggas. Lance put the young niggas on notice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Generation R. Whatever. <laughs> generation R. What is, this, what is, what is this generation? What is the generation under us? Is it Gen- generation Z. Z. Oh, I hate Z. I Z, man. I think Z is and Z. I think. I think X was before us. I think X was before millennials. And then maybe how the hell did they go? Uh, to, you know? There was another one before the millennials. Which one? Why? Nah, I think it's Gen X. Uh, Gen X. Yeah, I think it's the Gen X, and then it's millennials, and then somehow we just skip Y and went to Z. I don't know. No, millennials is Y. Yeah, they expanded it or something like that. Yeah, like Gen Gen Y is also known as millennials. Oh, I've it's like it's like it. an AKA, but they call it millennials because we're the only ones that got like a cool ass name for our shit. Yeah. <laughs> Millennials got well. The the boomers had one too. Boomers, yeah, the baby. We got shat on though, man. But that's that's also another top another uh, topic for another pod. I mean, millennials been getting shat on. It's millennials' fault though. No, it's not. It's not our fault. It's the boomers' fault. Uh, (laughs) we we all have a hand in this nonsense. Oh no 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 no. (laughs) Yo, the boomers did the best they could with what they knew. But like right now, millennials are like. I'm pretty sure we are like the biggest segment of the population, but we ain't voting like that. Millennials' oh, yeah, destiny that. is in their own hands, yo. Yeah, but you got to think, who's the ones who... Look who what happened with Bernie. It. But look who's running everything, though. It ain't the millennials. It's the boomers still. You got these old-ass niggas in Senate. Because millennials don't vote. No, they do vote. If, if millennials didn't vote, then the I guess the government wouldn't be making all these efforts to suppress voting. So no, no, no. people vote, they just make it harder to vote. No, I know a lot of people, voting, I know a lot of right? millennials who don't vote. No, don't millennials vote. don't vote. Like, it's an American problem. Like, uh, like voter apathy is an American problem. Like, most people in this country who can vote don't vote. Like, it's a very small, like, a small percentage of this country that decides what the fuck is happening. Is it black millennials or white millennials who's not voting? I feel like it's black millennials. It's, it's, it's all yeah. of them. Both, yeah. You I never so? saw it broken down by race, though. That's an interesting question. Yeah, that, that I can only imagine what that demographic looks like, but that's a good point. It would look crazy. That's a very good point, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's, it's women voting more than men in both of the races. Yeah, women definitely vote more. But... but but right now, like, it's definitely millennials' fault. Like, you see what they did on, what's that, the blue wave with the midterm elections? And, all, like, yo, if millennials came out, millennials could decide everything. The same Absolutely. way the blacks could help decide everything if they, all, if they all came out and banded together and, like, you know. But it's, like, it's one of those things that's just real hard, I guess. Well, yeah, because they make, they they make it harder to vote. <clears throat> they only have one polling one polling site in your whole town where it's like a hundred thousand people got to go to one polling station. I'm not gonna go vote. Why would I wait in line if it's one polling station for like over a hundred thousand people? You are gonna be there all day. I mean, and but before there take- was only before there was only one polling station, there were more. Yeah, but they've been and decreasing. Somebody, but who elected the person in there that took the polling stations away? The boomers and, live in the more good- importantly, who didn't vote? To not elected the bull. That's the crazy thing. It's like 
the everybody's destiny is in their own hands supposedly in this country is what they tell us but if people don't vote then it's like you know it's always in the hands of a very few amount of people yeah pretty much the people who they want to vote they don't have any problems voting but for the people that they want to suppress the vote for that's where you see them you know doing all the dirt and stuff like even right now with the whole mail-in ballot how they're trying to trash the postal system it's just like you know it's like they know that right now because of the virus no one's really gonna go to a polling station because why would you risk it but then again people go to the beach so it shouldn't be a problem but they're gonna trash the postal system so it makes it impossible to almost vote so it's gonna be an interesting election but what's even crazier that um it's just like it's so much like um like bullshit on the internet that may, that just makes you hate everything. Like all this like disinformation campaigns and just confusing people about the candidates. You'll start, you'll see some deep fake videos, crazy shit like that. That um, you know, I mean, we all know Russia interfered with the election. So, um, like all those tactics that make you question everything. Low key, it's not like outright um, voter suppression, but it puts that doubt in your head that oh, it's all shitty or oh um no, my vote doesn't matter or, you know, they're both bad. So I'm just not going to vote. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing about all this is we see, we all know and we're all aware of exactly what he's doing with the post office and everything else. And come November, we still going to, we we're essentially, we're going to, we're allowing it all to happen. And then when it happens, people are going to be like, oh my goodness, how did he do this? And it's like, yo, everybody's allowing this shit to happen. Cause it's like, yo, we know he's doing it. And he's doing it in our face and ain't nobody doing nothing about it. So it's like, shouldn't nobody be surprised when the bull somehow miraculously gets another eight, even though nobody likes him. Wait, Daryl, did you, excuse um, me, another four. Did you change your opinion on voting? I thought you didn't vote. No, I vote. I definitely vote. I just didn't like, I didn't want to vote for Biden at all. Uh, like, okay. at I thought all. you, I, I thought, I thought you didn't like fucking actually vote. Anything. No, I've I voted in every election except Obama's second election. But I've been voting in every pretty much every election since I could. So 75%. So, this is another layer right here. So let me ask y'all a question. How do y'all feel about voting for the lesser of two evils? If you don't like none of the candidates, but you do you pick one, even though you hate both of them? Or you just do you just not vote at all? I just I think that's something that, I battled in the past too. I think that um, I think it's nowadays impossible to look at both candidates and, and think that, like, I, like I think they are the both of the candidates are just so different. Like, how can you possibly hate both? You know what I mean? Like, like, well, I don't one is clearly worse than the other. Whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, like they're so far apart. Like that, I don't know, man. With Trump know. and Hillary, I hated both of them. I'm, like, I'm not gonna say hey, haters are strong. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just like both of them. Didn't though. Like, there's very, very clear um, answers. Like, who is who would be worse? In my who would be worse? But I mean, you do have oh. Hillary who who used the whole super predators and yeah, and you had um, Trump saying Mexicans is rapist. It's, it's just I, feel, I just feel like that's a discri- like that's like um. Like a uh, out- outcome from like all the uh, misinformation campaigns that just like get you hating both, and that's why I like oh it's just a, that's what I'm saying like that's they convince you that it's just like um, that you know it's just a lesser two evils and everything. 
I mean, it kind of, if if you're black, it kind of is always the lesser of two evils because no matter who is in office, Democrats or Republicans or whatever, like the 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 facts, the numbers say it all. Like like the wealth gap has gotten bigger for blacks. Like blacks haven't accrued the wealth that whites have. Blacks have underperformed in this country as a whole and it's like it's been under both parties so when like when you're when you're damned if you do damned if you don't i feel like for black people it's, it doesn't matter for real for real don't matter if trump loses or wins it don't matter if biden loses or wins because i think it's 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 pretty much always meant the same thing for black people which is nothing new no nah, it matters if trump wins like mm-hmm. White folks are getting way out of more. They're getting way more out of pocket now since he's in office now. So, and just you just got to look at it like this, man. All the shit that's happened because Trump is the president, like it would have never happened under Hillary. You know, granted, whatever you don't like her from the the Benghazi to the, the email servers to you know what she said about the super predators. It's like yeah, she said all that shit, but fam like the country would not be getting but the, the country would not be run like the way it's run right now where it's like like this is like this is literally an episode out of the simpsons like this is insane bro right now we would all be in one room <laughs> that's what i'm saying you know like we would not like we wouldn't have this problem like and that's why i tell people i'm like okay like before the virus okay the economy was booming you know like jobs and you know the economy blah 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 but you got to keep in mind this nigga was still following obama's all the stuff obama put in place so i mean he's he's crazy like he hates obama but he he's not gonna hate him that much to where he's gonna tank the economy to just get rid of all his shit just to you know get rid of obama but now where you see where shit is actually hitting the fans it's like okay this is where you show your leadership and this is what we get. <laughs> like we're over here fucking recording the pod in different locations. People don't want to wear masks. It's just insane. So, and people got to remember how the the whole Ebola, the whole Ebola crisis that happened, you know, five years ago and the, the swine flu. I mean, we had two whole cases or four whole cases. You know, that shit got killed, nipped in the butt. And here we are, you know, reports coming out that saying Trump knew about Corona back in January, January and December. And it's just, it's just, it's a shit show. So that's why it's important yeah. to vote, man. Yeah, yeah Dwayne, I definitely um, agree with your stance. Um, I'm about to move on to the next topic, but before I do that, I just want to, you know, everyone, I really just want y'all to vote, vote, vote. Um, election is coming up really soon. Vote. Um, the next thing I want to get into is kind of random, right? Uh, who do you think in this podcast it's the most likely to get road rage. Road rage? Oh, I get mm-hmm. road rage all the time. Yes. I'm actually gonna go with Zep for most road rage. He's he's oh. got he's got glasses. Oh. He's got the look. He's very quiet. <laughs> he looked like he probably drive with a chainsaw on the back of his head. This shit ain't That's kind of funny. Yeah. Chainsaw. And you know why he got them glasses to block the UV? To block these so-called UV lights. The UV right? lights. No, nah, it's, the, it's, the, nah, it's, it's mm-hmm. See, you do it with a smile. See, look at you. Do that's how you know your ass crazy. <laughs> giving people the middle finger face. with a smile on your face. Boy, if you don't get Zeb, you getting mad right now. You probably do got the most road rage. <laughs> I, I don't I really don't though. Like, um, 
I just look and just be like, I just shake my head sometimes. <laughs> like, like, that's about it. Like, sometimes I'm like, motherfucker, that's about it. But, like, a lot of times, mm. I, I, be, I be really thinking like this. Like, I be like, man, I know I did some bullshit, too. I know I did something <laughs> like that before, too. Or, like, I cut somebody off, wasn't paying attention. So, I don't, that's why I don't get too mad. Because I'm like, I know I did that same shit before. And I was probably just as mad. So, just let me chill. Yo, can we all just go around, like, just tell one one time we had an incident on the road that either you had road rage or you thought about having it. Um, well, Zeb, was that kind of yours right there when you yeah. just shook your head at somebody? I just picture Zeb in the car with Kelly and it's just like, God damn it, Kelly. Did you see him? This motherfucker cut me off. It's just like, God damn it. I can't believe this shit. <laughs> but yeah, everyone else... Like like Ned Flanders and shit. Just like, I'll be... I'd be like, fucking angry. Like my 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 son is evidence of like my road rage. Like for real, for real. Like the like the, like he started saying a, a oh, the whole, word recently. The whole dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> like you. So it's like you know they mimic. It. They're like little parrots at this age, and so I'm just like, yeah, I gotta I gotta calm my shit down because <laughs> I'll be wild, yo. I'll be fucking wild. Somebody gonna kill me one of these days. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop playing around. I'm, I don't. I try. I've been trying not to get mad now. Wait, when you say wild, like, like, what did you ever like? What was the wildest shit you've done on the road? Uh, back in my day, I got some stories, some like road rage stories. Oof. Like, I think I, I like, I think I smashed somebody's like. Oh, I forget what it was. Oh man, what, what did smashed. I do? I did. Oh man, like Oof. somebody had parked too close to me or something like that, and it was hard for me to get out. I was I was out with some of my friends and then like I always kept a bat in the car. And so by the time I got out, I was just so angry that he parked that close to me. I took my bat and I just smashed his mirror. Allegedly. 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 See, I thought mine was bad, but that it comes nowhere close. I'm trying to think. I think I almost made someone bang out because they were trying to like get in front of me. So like I was in the speed in, allegedly I was in the speeding lane and they were in the right lane, but I wasn't going fast enough. So I saw that they started speeding up. So I speeded up with them. So we're like literally drag racing on like what is that considered? Um, I ain't gonna say what what highway was, but literally we're drag drag racing on the two lane highway and. This dickhead, he, like, so there's cars in front of him. So, but, you know, they're driving slower though. So if I don't, like, move, like, he's going to legit bang out and hit someone behind him. And I'm just, like, speeding. And he's like, oh, like, you know, oh, like, he, like he, he's got to know, like, this is what he's doing. And I'm just like, no, motherfucker, you got to get back behind me. And long story short, he got right back behind me, man. And I was just like, hey, you, we're not going to do this, man. Like, like, I speed, but this nigga was trying to be God. Like that's how fast he was going. Like oh there, there's no reason to be going that fast. Like, and mind you, I'm already allegedly was hitting three digits. So if you're going <laughs> oh, faster than me. Oh yeah, this yeah, when yeah, I, I was... had my old car. Like this is when you going faster than me. Like you really got a death wish. So if anything, I probably saved their life because you might they might have just been trying, <laughs> trying to just end it all that day, man. But yeah, you know, it's it's so terrible. yours was attempted murder then. Allegedly though. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, though. Um, yeah, I wish I had one, but I think the, 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 like, when I was younger, like, when I was probably, like, around, like, 19, I, I was a little bit more aggressive. I, I just used to do some stupid shit. Like, I remember just going to, like, the beach and just, like, um, 
I don't know, maybe somebody somebody did some bullshit. And <laughs> I think I'll start tailgating them real bad. Mm. And then at some point, like I got in front of them and just like start slamming my brakes in front of them or <laughs> slamming my brakes on them because they got to uh Getting too, too close. close. Yo, oh, you brought your brake checking. Yo, don't do that, yo. You brake checking? Wow. Don't do that. You living on the edge. That's that. That's the wild. That's that trolling. That my white car with the with uh pitch black tent too. So I wasn't playing that shit, man. You, that's that page. Oh gosh. Yeah, that was the page. Whoops. Like if somebody shit. did that to me, honestly, Zup, I would like run into the back of the car. And then we would have gone to a car accident. And then we would have had a fight. <laughs> yo, that's my pet peeve, like. How you do this, this is what I'm saying. This is like, like I, I've done, I've done some bullshit before. So how can I be? If I break check somebody, how can I be so mad if I'm ever uh, cut off? I've done worse. Yeah, I've never break checked somebody because, like, my worst fears, I break check them, and they fucking swerve, and either they go into the other side of the traffic, and then it's like, well, do you stop? You just then it's like you just keep on going. And then it's no, like one of those. No, you keep on going because you're going to jail. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So then it's like one of those. I know what you did last summer type vibe. <laughs> well, if they and catch I, you. They catch you, man. No, you just better repent. You just better hope repent. they don't have no video camera on their dashboard. That's true. That's I have true. to say, mine is I was going on the Montgomery. Actually, I was going to um, Zepp and Yuri crib. Was Dwayne in the car? Me? I'm not sure. But point is, I'm driving. I'm getting on Montgomery. This white dude. I guess he was he was mad I wouldn't let him in on the highway. He gave me the middle finger. <laughs> and um, you know, I started chasing him. Middle finger. I started chasing him. But <laughs> uh, I had like an old Nissan Sentra at the time and he had one of those super uh you know, the, the dual exhaust, one of those supercharged cars, and he just hauled ass on me. Um it was that time. It was another time I was on the highway. Somebody did some dumb shit. So then I looked at him, I started cursing him out. It was me and my wife in the car. And he said, sorry, dude. Um, that was that. That's my only two. <laughs> I hate when people say sorry, man. And then they'll be like, <laughs> you, you, all right, my bad, dog. <laughs> Make you feel all bad and shit. Well, nah, when you want to hit in the moment, you'd be pissed. Uh, <laughs> you did the right, you did the right thing. Fuck that dude. You yeah. did the right thing. Fuck him. Yo, real uh, shit though, like, like. Road rage is such a dangerous thing. Yeah. You damn right. You damn I think right. I think everybody right. should stop that shit right now. I got a story for road Dude, rage. Driving is too fucking I know, dangerous. I know people who rage. got shot from road rage. Lance, what's your story? Nigga, I was going to work at like I left my house at like five fifty-five. In the morning or the afternoon? In the morning, my bad. Five fifty-five in the morning. This fucking asshole. Um, I have to make like this really sharp left-hand turn to go into my job. And this guy in this busted ass Honda Civic like like was in the far right oh, lane. Cut me like cut me <laughs> smooth off. Cut me smooth off and I'm I'm on the phone. And I'm like, "Yo, this motherfucker just cut me off." And mind you, I had to like break all extra hard. So mind you, I have a paddle shift in my car, so I like I dropped all the way down in the first gear and I like just got mad close on this guy. So this guy tried to brake check me. I was like, "Fuck out of here, dickhead." So I swerved on the side of him. So he threw his fucking like tissue and a water bottle in my car and I dodged that shit. I was like, yo, I swear, I wish I had a truck. I would run this dumb ass motherfucker off the road. So then he tried to act like he was going to follow me into my job. I guess mm-hmm. until he saw the, um, there we, we have, we have cops on site. So I guess he saw that and he tried to speed off and he was like, he's like, fuck it, bitch. <laughs> Man. And mind you, I'm in, I'm in Fort Washington. 
So like, you know, it ain't no, it ain't no like real city vibes. Ain't no real like goons out there, you know, just running red lights. That's how people get killed, man. And to be honest, it's like, yo, for real, for real, any other day, like that shit turned my whole character. So that's how I know road rage is so dangerous. You just imagine if somebody just don't give a fuck and they just, yo, I'm, I'm just, I'm out the car. Like, fuck that. I'm out the car. Yo, people be offing people. Not in Philly all the time. See that plenty of times. I've had this cross my mind where I'm just like I'm driving in a company car or company truck, and I'm just like, yo, somebody gonna just, one day somebody gonna try me, man. They gonna they gonna catch me on the wrong day. They gonna catch me and get some sleep, and I'm just not gonna stop. If you trying to tell you, you getting fucked up, but that's bad. Don't be like me, man. Road rage is road rage is a very dangerous <laughs> ass thing. Yeah, you go literally from zero to a hundred. Exactly. That's why. Real, real, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Thank you. Good, good assist. Good assist on that, brother. Nah, man, it makes driving interesting, man. It it do until you hit that. Never mind. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, we let people cross the street and they just be walking so slow, and I'm just like, yo, like, like I could, I could really. <laughs> yo, they they gotta get they gotta do a little. And I just be like, like, yo, I just be like, yo, is there a camera around? Like, I know niggas got cameras. <laughs> If I hit them, but if I go left, they won't get the license plate. But someone on the right could possibly get the first three digits. And then it's like, well, what if he survives and they see my face? So now I got to like go to South Carolina. And it's just like, it's a lot of factors. But I thought about hitting a couple people a few times, man, because they just be dragging their ass. And they look at you, it's just like, hit me. And I'm just like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you lucky you didn't catch me on a wrong like, day. Like, you know, if oh, I, you, like, you lucky you know I won't make it in jail. Because if I knew I could make it in jail, I'd run you over right now. Speaking of running people <laughs> over, you know, you, you know, my biggest, like, the shit that pissed me off the most on the road? What? Fucking bikers. Oh, wait, 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 real quick, real quick. Are you talking about motorcycles or no, actually cyclists? Cyclists. Cyclists. Now we're talking. Yeah, yo, run God. that. Run that. Bruh. Oh, my God. Bruh. First off, <laughs> these niggas. All right. So today. Especially in the woods. It, just throw the bike away. I have a green light. I'm driving. I'm about to burn to the highway on 7th and Collar Hill. A nigga on a fucking bike. It's just riding. Do, 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 do. Slow as my fucking molasses. Has no care for fucking life, and I'm. Th- I had a split second in my head. I'm like, yo, I should have clipped the back of his fucking back tire. I'm like, nah. And then you got those other bikers, who I mean, you don't even see them, like unless you're paying attention. Like, oh, let me check what's a biker today. You don't see like they're coming up until you look on like the side mirror and you're like, oh shit. And then the motherfucker's like, yo, you have a fucking sidewalk. When growing up, when I was a kid, my parents always told me when you ride on the bike, stay on the sidewalk. No. What's up with these? Nah, these are these new breeds. Yeah, new not in the city. Bikers. You can't do that shit, man. Yeah, that's not how it works now. Uh-uh. They yeah. got their phones. They got the GPS. And I, that's how I was brought up too with the with the stand on the sidewalk shit. Like I still to this day I ride on the sidewalk where I can, but I mean, technically cyclists get the street too, man. They got their own lanes and shit. If they have a lane, that's you gotta share. No, not if they have a lane. That's you get, you gotta share. The you're supposed right. to be in the road, even even if like you just gotta share that shit, man. You gotta share. You, I get a DUI so for riding a bike drunk. Yeah, you, so yeah. I be so pissed when I see bikes on the sidewalk sometimes, like riding, like like them 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 uh street them uh, sidewalks be real narrow in the city. So you uh, somebody just biking up, you just like, yeah, man, y'all drunk. Man, uh, you 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 got bike in the street, man. Man, I got beef with bikes, man. They killed me almost twice, man. I don't fuck with bikes, man. But did you die? Thing. 
I almost did though. I almost did. No, I almost yeah. Yeah, I was on the bike. I almost died on it. Never, never almost died in the car though. But I almost died on a bike. You so, gotta know how to ride it, man. No, it was always like some Final Destination type shit though. Oh, like it's never. Uh, it's, they were. They were never like just like oh, you know, you skid and you roll off. No, like a fucking twig got in between my front tire and I oh, lifted no. over that shit head first. Like I'm in the air, like something out of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, where I'm like I'm upside now, down. But now watch this. Did you have your helmet on? No, I didn't. I didn't have my helmet on. Mm-hmm. Somehow mm-hmm. I'm still here, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Somehow I'm still People here. like you think y'all too cool for helmets, man. You safe, better, safe, better wear your helmet. Nah, them Jones, them Jones don't save lives, man. Don't believe Shit. the facts. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> don't believe the facts. You you won't get in an accident again, though. No, nah, man. Then the second time I almost died, I was with Dre, so we already know. Dre just be doing some <laughs> wild shit. They're going down the driveway at like 50 miles per hour. I'm on the back. Oh, goodness. And he forgets That's- how to stop. And we literally, this is on Phil Lena, and we literally go down the driveway and it's getting ready to cross Manfield. And, you know, Drake don't know how to stop. And a fucking car is, like, getting ready to pull into the driveway. So we literally just, like, skid off the bike. If we got how to stop the brake on a bike? I mean, we were going, like, 50 miles per hour. Like, literally, like, if I had the speedometer, like, it would have said 50. Like, we was mm-hmm. zooming down this driveway, and this nigga forgot how to brake. So we just jumped off the bike and... Almost died. Were you like on pegs or something? Yeah, whatever those back, um, you know, the, the metal bars they used to have on the bikes. Yeah, I said never again while I ride on a bike with Dre. Yeah, that's reckless. Almost killed me, man. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's my my beef with bicycles. Bikes are nope. dope. I, I like taking them on the trails. Nah, right. fuck them, John. Yo, bikes are dope as shit, yo. Like you know when you're driving, you be driving through the hood, and you're like, ah, I'm in the hood. But if you ride a bike through that same neighborhood, it feels like you're in the fucking Mount Poconos or something. But like, this is a totally different vibe. You just feel free on the bike. You just, I don't know. It feels like you rule the world when you're on a bike. Nah, if yeah. I'm riding a bike through the hood, I know them niggas can catch me. And some niggas in the hood that can catch me. <laughs> oh, exactly. Just because just you're on a bike, don't think you can outrun. Like you're I little, see, no, no, no. I'm not saying you can outrun. It's just a different perspective. Of the yeah. world, of the yeah, of the you don't got no metal to cover that ass. I'm about to say, you, yeah, you more exposed. Like someone could literally grab me. Like you know how hard it is for someone to grab you out of a car. Like you can get grabbed off your bike real quick, nigga. If you wearing a helmet, people they won't even think about you. No, they definitely don't <laughs> think about you. They like, yo, this nigga in the hood wearing a helmet. Oh, he definitely you better, soft. You better be wearing that damn. Like helmet. he's so soft. He got his helmet on. Like, yo, run your pockets, little nigga, and give me this bike. But you can keep the helmet though, because we don't do, we don't wear that shit. It's just like he he makes a valid point there. Yeah, no, I don't ride bikes, man. The more official you you look in the hood, the less of a target you are, though. Yeah, so, so you got that look. helmet on. The helmet that's a dead giveaway. They're like, oh, this nigga from Northeast. <laughs> this nigga from Uptown, yo, run them pockets, man. See, see, I got a little. I don't know. So I feel like the more the more you look like a hood nigga, the more hood niggas is going to like come at you. But the regular uh, average Joe who's just walking through the hood, taking a jog or taking a bike through the neighborhood, they don't even think about them. I see it every day. It's because they don't they don't see them. They're not in. in. Yeah, they're not in their world. It's kind of like how uh, how teenagers don't really see adults like that. Like so like when teenagers are out, they don't you don't pay any mind to adults the way you would pay pay mind to. Uh, other children your age because it's a whole different level it's a whole different uh 
I guess it's a whole different wave. It's like a totally different realm. Like you don't even exist. Exactly. Like even and it's true. It's true all your life down to the smallest children. Like when you're a baby or like you're a toddler, you're walking around. You're gonna notice other toddlers and other kids. But when you see other adults, it's not gonna mean anything to you because you don't really socially interact with them. So like, yeah. I mean, whatever the hell we was just talking about, like. <laughs> Sorry, this is random. Whatever the hell we were just talking about. Yo, is this the same thing where you're walking a dog, right? And then like everything's going well, and then they just see that other dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what were we talking about for real? I, I lost track. Oh my Yo, god. Let's let's move on to the next topic. The last know. the last topic of the night uh, for the podcast. Um, I want to ask you guys. So. Men use money to attract women, but we don't like gold diggers. Women use their body to attract men, but they don't like to be sexualized. How do y'all feel about that? Y'all agree with it? Y'all disagree in, in, in a way? I, I mean, I could go first. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, as, as far as guys um, using money to attract women, I don't know, guy. I can't speak for all guys. Yeah, some of them, I guess the, the ones you would call tricks, right? Sugar daddies, right? They they would um they would use their money, but I don't know. I feel like a person like me, or I don't feel like y'all will use money to attract women. So I guess it depends on the person at the end of the day. And the same thing for the women on the other side. I don't think all women use their body to try to you know try to attract the guy. Uh, I, I agree with you too. I actually think you you make a very good point. Um, you found you found the happy medium in both of them because most men aren't too like uh, full root with saying, "Oh yeah, baby, I got money." Not unless that's the only thing that they got as the bait to attract a woman. And you know, also with the woman that has that Coke bottle body shape and and big breasts, whatever you want to have, you know, she could be a modest woman and she might have that stuff covered. But the the point of the matter is. She's not using that as bait to attract a man. The man is not using that money to attract a woman. He's he's genuinely just going off of, let's say hypothetically, just character vibes and the way I feel about you. So I do I do agree with you, and I stand with you on that point, brother. Um, I have a different way of thinking about it. Uh, why um, why can't it like, why can't it go both ways? Like I feel like. This the the same question is valid if you say men using their body to attract women. Are you going to say women use their money to attract a guy? I'm just saying it's a thing that can happen. Like, why is that? Why is that limited to like like men automatically um, yeah. associated with money and women women automatically associated with men? I mean, men. Shit, I work out a lot. I want my body to look good out here. Um, so for what? I mean, what you want to look good for? I mean, just the trying, trying to live. <laughs> I mean, for one, I mean, is it for health? Is, is, is it for health? Health benefits. I, I like ball, so I just want to be real good at ball. So that's why I work out, to be honest. But, um, you got to, you got to make sure you have that stamina up, right? Yeah. Right. Come on now, let's be real. We we all men care about what they look like. Of course we do. Yeah, I think I think it's I think I think it's all true and I think it's all a part of the game if that's the game you playing, right? So if like 
if you if you the type of bull that be like because you always hear people like oh baby i can give you what you need i got the money trips to such and such and i don't know you know how drake rapping shit right <laughs> so sound, that actually sound like jay-z but continue yeah, Whatever. It can sound like XYZ rapper. You you know, insert name here. <laughs> but like, like people did like it, but then you want to turn around and make a song and be like, yo, I don't want no gold digger and yada, yada, yada. It's like, all right, so who are you flashing your money for? You flashing your money because you trying to attract this, this, and this. Right? But then you want to say, yo, don't be coming around me for this, this, and this, even though I'm throwing it in your face trying to attract you with it. That don't make no sense. And it, it, and so, like, it, it goes the same with, with women, too. It's like, look, if, you, if you're if doing all this to attract men, because I think that's... I'm going to get a real Darwin-esque, I guess. Like, I think, like, everything each sex does is to attract the opposite sex. So I think, ultimately, everything, like men do is to attract the opposite sex not everything of course but i'm just talking like in general and then vice versa or not just the opposite sex but the sex that you're attracted to because you want to make yourself appeal because the i guess the the meaning of life is to reproduce according to biology so i think that's it's it's all a part of who we are and what we evolved to be I mean, y'all ever, like, watch, like, National Geographics and you see, like, the animals that's, like, doing their mating rituals where it's, like, the male would, like, if you look at certain birds, like, they'll, like, flex themselves or, you know, do some type of dance or, like, penguins. I know penguins, they, like, try to find, like, the best stone or pearl and they present it to the female Mm -hmm. penguin. And the, and if you look at the female penguin, they're not doing anything but just, you know, sitting pretty. They're just like, mm, look at me, I'm sexy. Yeah, come get this ass. And it's like, that's just pretty much what it is throughout all races. Like, <laughs> men, we do the same thing, you know? It's like, oh, come look at me. I can take you out. Oh, look, I can, I can pick you up. I can pick you up in my car. Oh, you want to take you to the movies? Or I can fly you out. And then woman is just like, oh, you know, just got my nails did. You know, hair's on. I don't even know what they say. Hair <laughs> slick. I'm about to say, you know. <laughs> you know, the edges, edges is Hair slick to the gods. They can slay yeah. to you. Face, face beat to the gods. And it's yeah. just like, you know. Yeah, Daryl, ain't that right face on Zaddy? How you be face saying it? <laughs> How you be saying it, Daryl? Yeah. It's just like, I mean, it's true. That's, no, it, it, it's very true. You talk about like the birds and their dancing. Yeah. I was watching uh, Blue Planet or whatever the fuck it was, the British one. Yeah. And like um, this bird was just like trying to find the nicest shit it could find, like bright yeah. shit. So it's on the highway. It like the, the crown jewel of all the shit that it had, all its nice little stupid shit that it mm-hmm. that it picked up was a was a purple violent, a, per, a plastic red purple it was was a valentine's day heart or something yeah a a plastic valentine's day heart Mm -hmm. and that was like bright red and it was Mm -hmm. like the center of his like bachelor pad that you know because the bird comes she comes to check out like oh okay how you living what's your pad looking like and so he he thinking (laughs) like yo she gonna see this shiny uh heart and i'm gonna get this pussy i mean yada 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 and it's just like dudes like yo look at this candy paint look at these rims i got look at these grills look at this rim though look at at this lay you know look at my crib my crib is fat like look at what Mm -hmm. i can look what i got so you just gucci belt 
Gucci belt, Ferragamo belt. You, you know, see, you, see this, you see this mohawk? You, see you this know, mohawk. But this ain't no twenty dollar haircut, baby. This shit costs fifty. So it's like it's it's literally the same thing. So I mean, I I agree. I think it is like it's human instinct. It's just human instinct, you know. Women, men are attracted to, uh, you know, appearance, and women are attracted to. I guess you can call it viability, security. I guess like because you know, you know, like you can provide. Yeah, to be able to provide, pretty much. So. It is. It's called spade a spade, man. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. So, you know, a lot of old heads be doing that shit. Like at my job, maybe certain old heads who be up in rank, and so you notice, like, we hear them, like they, they'll just have a conversation with like a lady, and they not even, I don't know, they talking about work, and the next thing you know, he's like, yeah, I just bought a house over here and here, and I got this, I got a, I got a, a Lamborghini, I just bought that, and and you know, I just. Oh, your boyfriend, your boyfriend took you to uh to Ruth Chris? That's light. You gotta take him to Ruth Chris is light? Right, right, right. Yeah, can they pick me up? Shit. How <laughs> money they got? He said Ruth Chris. I have never even been to Ruth yeah, Chris. Yeah, I noticed that especially like in older guys too. Um, you know, that's when you see the whole money thing when they start using that that rank and their status as far as money to attract the female. Not that it works all the time. But um, I do notice that more older older gentlemen. I mean, you talk about talk about works. toxic masculinity and men always feeling like they need to provide and be the man and da 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 da. I mean, bills, bills, bills. That's what that shit was about. It's like, yo, can you pay my bills? So it's basically saying like, yo, mm-hmm. if you want a girl on my level, you need to be able to pay my bills. Can you do that? And so you now a man equates bills. you pay my telephone bills. Exactly. And if you can't get a girl, then you must not be a man, apparently, because that's what I guess society teaches you. And so your life becomes centered around money. And when you can't get money, you start to do shit. You start to either sell drugs or you start to rob people and shit. Like you just get the wrong values or you just start to fake it and try to be somebody you're not. It's just like, because that's what they teaching you. So I think it, it works both ways. It's like, you can't, you can't, I don't know. You just can't be like, yo, don't want me for my body, even though I'm flaunting my body. It's like, but that's what I'm supposed to want you for. Because it means something else, I guess. They don't want no scrubs. They don't want no scrubs, man. Oh, shit. We don't want no squirrels, neither. Nah, we don't want no birds, man. We don't yeah, no y'all know that. You don't know we're that. No chipmunks. Chipmunks. <laughs> what? No chipmunks. <laughs> no no ant eaters. The small, the small no ant eaters. No ant eaters. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it is that older generation though that that still has that like, oh yeah, be the man with the money. Because now we, now men are like, yo, take me out. Yeah, fly me to me a, fly me to the woman. island. You know, yeah. spend a rack on me, man. Get me lit. For real. That, that's know? how that's <laughs> we talking we talking about equality, man. I want to get tricked man. on too. Yeah, spend that money, man. Come on. What you want? Where we going? Y'all gonna I get like your nails y'all gonna get your nails done too. I, I, I get my feet yeah. done. Yeah. Get your feet, feet done. My feet kind of ugly right I now. I want a manicure. I want a pedicure. I wanna get flued out. Right, get a back um, massage. <laughs> so when she tell you get on the bed, you're going to do just that, right? You're going to listen to me. You're going to listen to do what you told? Yes. Oh, <laughs> me. oh wait, say that again? You tell me you what say, you want. 
say, you say yes. On. Did you say yes? Or you said yes. yes. <laughs> I was just making sure. I mean, you sound like yes. you sound like you sound what like you Dirty mean? Diana right now. Said, I should tell you to get on the bed. What you going to do? Said, I'm going to yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, I am. my mouth, baby. Let's nice. go. Nice. Hey man, thank y'all for listening to episode nine <laughs> of the RNS podcast. Um, subscribe. We on Apple. We on Spotify. Thank you for for all of our loyal listeners. Check us out for episode ten. We out. Yeah, so if you got like a sugar mama, if she tell you she wants spit in your mouth, but she gonna cut you a check like every week, you letting her get off like that? What the check look like? I mean, it's a check, man. It's a good check. What's a good check? A, a good check. I ain't talking about no regular check. Like she a sugar mama, so she like cutting checks. Blue check. She cutting. She she cutting checks. Whatever they the sugar daddies be cutting out. Ten racks. I guess, man. She's starting low. That's 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 um that's uh, yeah, lunch money to her. Yeah, yeah, you just, oh, that's lunch money. My mouth. All right. Well, give me twenty five. <laughs> you can spit in my mouth anytime you want. Uh, oh man. Twenty five each time. Uh, you nasty hoes, man. Some nasty hoes. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm going to get retired off of that. <laughs>